truth be told. Glam, what up? Rain, what up? The number one power move maker, Sean Prez. And truth be told, the number one podcast in the world is Truth Be Told. Catch me as I'm their first guest. I can't wait to enlighten and inspire y'all. Truth Be Told podcast. You already know what it is. It's Truth Be Told. Welcome. I am King Glam. To the right of me, we have. We have <laughs> your girl Rain, the host with the mostest, and that's so Sean Prez. I so know a lot of people you know. I'm so honored. Yes, you've been you've been in the you've been in the game for a minute. How did you get? How did you become an intern at Bad Boy, and then wind up becoming the vice president of marketing? Um, <laughs> this is, and this is for anybody who's watching. Understand, my story goes back to. I did what I was supposed to do. I graduated high school, I went to college. And um, I went upstate New York, SUNY Binghamton. And I'm there and I think I'm, I'm a, a, a junior, in my junior year. I don't even know if I had the credits to be a junior, but mm -hmm. I was in my junior year and I dropped out. And I dropped out not because I was dumb, not because the classes, I couldn't take it, any of that stuff. I just knew what, I, I, I was so laser focused I knew whatever I wanted to do with my life, it was not upstate New York. It was not, you know, on that college campus. So when I came home, I bumped into my man. We started doing these parties. He was like, yo, Sean, you're popular and I'm a DJ. So that's where my love for DJs DJ came. Yeah, because sense. me and him, I would stay, I would be in his basement every single day. Him putting together mixtapes and we started doing parties. Then to answer your question, I started doing internships because I knew at that point I wanted to be in the music game. It was like finally I found my passion. I was like, you know, I thought at first I thought I was gonna be a club promoter. Then I was like, yo, I wanna be in the music industry. But I didn't get to Bad Boy. Bad Boy was my fifth internship. Mm. Like mm. I couldn't get a job to save my life. Wow. So I was working for free for years on end mm. and I was going hard. Like like I'm I'm a very, very focused person, but it was like I was unhirable. So I, I did internships at, at East West, at Atlantic, at Arista Records, at independent record labels. And finally, when I got to Bad Boy, it was like maybe God just, you know, God just primed me. Because when I got to Bad Boy, I was ready to go. It was like I had so much mileage on me and so many heartbreaks thinking I was going to get in the music industry. So I rose up the ranks relatively quick because I was, you know, it wasn't like that was my first internship. Beasting. So you came with the experience. So now all of these other interns, they're trying to get their <laughs> their name uh, up. The and funny so. thing about that is, Sean, you said you wish you didn't go to college, so right? You said you wish you would have. I wish, you know, I don't take college away from nobody, okay. right? I don't take, you know, uh, to me, and I think it's a little reckless when when I see a lot of people out there like, oh, you don't need college. It's Everybody important. learns different. I don't, exactly. I can't tell you, you know, what's the best way for you to learn. Maybe it's something, you know, that that you want to do with your life that it absolutely requires college. For me. I don't think I needed it, okay. even though I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, I went away to college. We had a ball, um, but you know, I could have went straight to Bad Boy. Exactly. Like that was my school. So let me ask you something: because becoming uh, people go to school and college for marketing. So was that your major? No, economics. Oh. Oh. And I did wind up finishing. I finished that Lehman. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Up finishing so how did you become like an expert in marketing? How did you? I mean, you have. 
most people, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. they go to school for marketing, right? This is something that you learn. So clearly you just had like a talent for it. It just had a gift for it. So how did that work out with you? How did you be, I mean, the vice president of marketing, that's big. It's actually VP of promotion. It's not, okay. it's not marketing direct. It's VP of promotion. But you like God, God has a plan for all of us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You ask me, how did I get a knack for it? Like, let's think about this. I always knew, always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. That was, that was a given. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what it was going to be in. I, I, I didn't know if I was going to own a cleaners, if I was going to, you know, <laughs> drive a taxi cab for a living. I didn't know. I knew I was, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. But when I started doing the parties, I was in a very confused state. Like I had just left school. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my living. And, and when I started doing parties, the light bulb went on. I was like, oh damn, this is it. I finally found my niche. Mm -hmm. But when you are doing your own parties, let's break this down, right? You gotta promote and market. Exactly. <laughs> or else your party's well, gonna right. be- and that's grassroots back that's then. Cause there was, no, there was no social media. Like you were right. on exactly. your foot. Giving out fly, I remember that. You were behind the baddest. So we, we was in front of Bronx community. We no. was in front handing out flies back in them yes, days. Yes. But also, what I didn't know at the time, it was my first taste of being an entrepreneur because I was my own boss. Like, like yeah, I was a, a promoter, but I had to go and work out deals with clubs. Mm. I had to hire a staff. I had to watch over the money, making sure people wasn't stealing. Mm. So it was so many different facets. In, in addition, I had to promote and market my butt off because my investment, my money was put mm -hmm. up and I had to make that money back. So. Back in them days is where I learned the skill, like like really started to to understand promotion and marketing from the grassroots level, but also I, my love for entrepreneurship, you know, was really enhanced. Wasn't Blue Flame Blue Flame a part of the bad boy? Blue Flame was a part of Blue. Flame. I was never officially part of Blue Flame, Isn't although Flex? no, huh? not the Flex. That's, that's franchise. Go ahead. No, although. Anything marketing, grassroots related, um, guerrilla marketing wise, mm -hmm. I was the, the 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 arm for Blue Flame. Gotcha. So I didn't work for Blue Flame itself, but I might may as well because yeah. I cashed a lot of checks. Because gotcha. um, <laughs> <laughs> it all came through me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Who you at in Bad Boy when you took you gave your resignation to Diddy? What what stage of your? I was vice president of promotion. No, but I mean, as far as where was Bad Boy at? Was it on the you know on the top or was it at the okay. apex or was it in the middle? Like where was the? It was in the middle. It was it was. Who were the artists at that time? That's a good um, question. Mace. Yeah. No, nah, the Mace, 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 and them. Let's look at Mace, Mace, no, Locks, all of them. That's phase one, right? Mm -hmm. Then Shine. Um, yeah, day twenty six. Uh, uh, I'm gonna put them day. Um, I'm gonna put those phase three. But okay. the Black Robs, Carl Thomas. That's okay. all phase yeah, was, two. Yeah, then you come into the day twenty sixes. Danny Kane's, all of them. So mm -hmm. let's say around that point sure is when I, when I was like, I got to step out. Oh, and do so my they thing. were totally. He was like Bad Boy was established. Oh no, Bad Boy was Bad Boy. So you felt you did as much as you can do for the, at this point, and you felt it was time for a change, pretty much. No, that's that wasn't my frame of thinking, and this is what's important. This is the truth be told, right? We all have a destiny in this world. We, I don't like like your destiny is different than mine. You're right. Your destiny is different than hers, but my destiny, Bad Boy, was only part of my story, mm -hmm. and I had to to 
I had to be true to who I was. I, I'm an entrepreneur. And I would have literally killed myself if I would have stayed in, in that comfortable place. Like, I was in Diddy's inner circle. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Like, you got to understand. At that time, walking away from that check, walking away from Ooh. that clout, walking away mm. from people, you know, showing prayers and you can get into any spot yeah. just off your name alone, mm. walking away because you have a bigger destiny, that's a hard thing to do. Most yeah. people would have been like, you know what? I'll walk away next year. <laughs> <laughs> and then next year. Exactly. And then so, look at that. I'm, I'm having a retirement I'm party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know? So, nah, it wasn't easy. Like, like I walked away because long before I ever walked into that building, long before I walked into his life, my destiny was to be an entrepreneur. And I had to stay true to who I was. Mm -hmm. So, so use Kobe Bryant or something. You Kobe Bryant is a perfect analogy in one of your one of your um, and it's so crazy that you, and we we here right now with the whole craziness that happened as an analogy as far as the grinding and hard work and what he did for the game and how he got to that level by just persevering and having that Mamba mentality and just you know you know it, it's so sad that we're here we're talking about Kobe Bryant in past tense but yeah. it's funny that it, it, it's crazy. crazy you I, actually watch some of my videos yeah, I, I see I watch all <laughs> I did my homework but yeah Kobe Bryant like I, I was such a big fan now here's another truth be told moment and I don't think I'm the only person like this but and you Kobe, wasn't a fan of Kobe. I was never a fan of Kobe's. Never. I didn't understand him. Mm -hmm. Because he, he came in the league and he was so damn arrogant. And, and he had that, that like, I'm supposed to be here mentality. Like, and, and he's acting up like, yo, nigga, like, score some points, man. <laughs> but, Truth be told. as Here's I really watched him and I understood in here, because you gotta see it first, yeah. and I don't. And this is for anybody. You you don't just get to the promised land. You gotta see it. You gotta be able to, even though it's not tangible, it's not real right now. Like even right now, right? Y'all got your podcast. I'm the first guest. Mm -hmm. Feel honored. Yes. But if y'all don't see yourselves as the number one podcast on planet Earth, mm -hmm. if you don't see yourself, <laughs> honestly, like like. If you're not waking up like I can't wait for Joe Rogan to be talking about me, I can't <laughs> wait for some of the biggest podcasts in the world to be talking about me, then you're never gonna get to that place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing with Kobe, like I did he earned my okay. admiration. Yes. He earned it through his hard work. And you know, when I really started to understand him and I started to to get that Mamba mentality, I was so Kobe'd out. And you know, everybody was affected by his, you oh, know, yeah. passing for different reasons. Yeah. But I'm a person who literally watched Kobe films. Like like this is me personally. I, I sit there and I watch and I listen to him speak. And you know, I, I can sit on YouTube for hours just listening to Kobe. Yeah. Because he definitely, motivates definitely, me. Definitely a you know, definitely. but um but it For goes Lord, to what I was just, saying earlier. Yeah. There's more than eight hours in the day. When those guys was out, you know, and, and those, you know, I, I was on the scene heavy when AI was out there. I remember being in clubs and AI would, you know, have, I don't know, weed and have a blunt inside his head. He was moving with chicks and this, that, and the third. I remember. You know, but <clears throat> those are the results you get. You As talented as he was, he never got that chip. He never he never took his team and got the title. Kobe got five. It's a reason for that. 
And it's 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 for for you guys who are watching. Stop thinking <clears throat> you don't have the time. You do have the time. Sacrifice your freaking sleep. Sacrifice going out and and, and chilling, hanging with your boys, hanging with your girls. Like like all of that is so much sweeter when you got money in your pocket. So if you like, yo, I don't feel like sacrificing. Guess what? Right. When you got money, and then you have the time to hang with your girl, or you have time to hang with your boys, it's so much sweeter when when that bank account is right. Mm. But if you doing it now, when you ain't got nothing, it's like, yo, you killing yourself. Like like, okay, great, you can go, you can hang out, and you think you don't have the time, mm. but it, we all are gonna next year. We're gonna be one year older. Yeah. After that, we're gonna be two years. God Would you rather him, yeah. be two years older with money in your pocket? Absolutely. Like, yeah. like we're going to be two years older one way or the other if God spares our life. I don't want to be two years older than what I am now and, and my paper ain't right. Like, like I, everything I do, I am focused on making sure my bank account continues to grow and continues to grow. So if that means that I got to put off, you know, some some, some play time and, 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 and chill time and I got to forego some sleep, then that's what I'm willing to do because I'm dedicated to it. And that's how you get a seat at the table, right? That's how you get, there you go. <laughs> 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 and, you go um, and, and you gotta negotiate your price, you said, right? 100%. Know your you worth. Gotta, you gotta know your worth. Know your, what know your so worth. So what was one of the most difficult obstacles and how did you yourself get through that? Well, there's so many difficult obstacles. I told you about one earlier. Um, I, I don't know that people have the commitment to to their dream to take four unpaid internships mm. literally for a year plus on each internship and be told no no we don't have a job so you just work mm. for free and, and and when i say for free i really mean for free i didn't i didn't i wasn't getting um train money at that time i wasn't getting lunch money like i was i was doing whatever i can do to eat and get myself in there. But that was my dream. I wanted to work in the music industry. I was willing to do whatever it took. Mm -hmm. So staying self-motivated to go from internship to internship, no, no, no. Watch my friends get jobs and I didn't. I just believed in me. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I saw myself as a mover and a shaker in that industry, even though my reality was not showing me that, even though my reality was I was a freaking intern that, that nobody knew, nobody cared about, and, and the people I worked for looked at me as free labor. But God, Oprah said it best, man. God got a bigger dream. Like, I know Sean's dream, mm. but God had a bigger dream because right when, when, when I was ready to, I was ready to tap out, some guy named Sean Combs left Uptown Records and was starting something called Bad Boy Records and needed free work. Yes, absolutely. And I was like, oh, you know what? but. But I come with all of this experience, right? Well, here's the blessing, right? Because look at the labels I worked for at the time. Arista Records, East West, Atlantic. Those were very corporate labels. If had I got a job at those labels, they would have had me in one area so if i was doing publicity it was like that's all you're doing you mm. better not even look at promotion you better not look at marketing that corporate label thing wasn't for me but when i got to bad boy 
like like understand something. I had a full time job when I went to like literally. I was working a full time job. <clears throat> My son had just been born, um, and and I had to put food on the table. I went to Bad Boy, and Bad Boy was in a in a room as big as this office, mm. right? <laughs> as big as this room that we're taping in, right? I, I told uh, my boss, like, yo, I, I, I was like, yo, I'm sick. I'm not going to be here today. Mm. But I really went to test the waters down in <laughs> Bad Boy. And when I went in, it was like, it was like, it was like, like, you ever see the movies where, where it's like, oh, like, like, <laughs> like, that's what it really was. I went, I opened the door and it was young brothers and sisters who had this freaking killer mentality that, that. I identified with so much. Like when I walked in, I was like, "Oh my god, this is what I've been looking for." Mm. But I had that 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 experience when the four other failed internships. Mm. Like the very next day, I went to the job, and at that time, I told my baby mama, "Like, yo, I got, I got like, I got to do this because I know this is my destiny." And I went, I quit my job, I started interning at Bad Boy. It took me 11 months, and I got a and I, and I got on um, salary. But that those were mm. 11 months. That was well worth it. I'd have did that again because it, it, you know when of I course. got in, it changed my life. Yeah, and I spoke about me taking all these internships, but there's something that was so hard. Like imagine having a concept in, in your brain. Oh, you. You know that that mm. Sean from the Bronx comes up with, mm. right? Like like something called the Global Spin Awards. It doesn't exist. Like like this is brand new to the world. How do you make even the DJs believe? In, in this mission, how do you make this award, this statue that, that we came up with, become the biggest star in the room? Although you have the ditties, you have all these different people who are in the room coming out to celebrate the DJs, but there is no bigger star in the, in the room than that statue, than that Global mm -hmm. Spin Award. Mm -hmm. So for, for me, year one, like you gotta understand, when we first did the Global Spin Awards, we did it in the smallest theater. I, I think it was 300 seats, and we probably put 120 people in that room. Mm. Then I gotta wake up the next day and feel like a failure because I couldn't even put 300 people in the room. Mm. Half of the DJs who were nominated Didn't had come. never heard of the award, mm. and they were like, "What? The, what is this? Like, mm. like I'm not coming up to that. Is it rigged? Is it this? Is that?" And I gotta go, and I gotta start planning for next year. And then next year comes around, and it gets a little bit bigger, but people still don't believe. And mm -hmm. then by year three, by year four, it starts to become part of people's vocabulary. Yeah. You know, and, and, and when we announce the award, all of a sudden, D DJs are, are, are putting up like, oh my God, I'm honored. I was just That's nominated for in two categories in the Global Spin Awards. That's all great when you start moving, uh -huh. but yeah. just imagine in the beginning when people are like, "Oh, that's just yeah. well, it's they like, oh, you know, that's just Sean doing it's that." Sean, like, yeah. I, like now, if I had been, I don't know, uh, 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 the person who started the Grammys and I started that, people would have took it right, exactly. right off the bat. Like, yo, it must be official. And then one thing, and I don't want to run all about this, but talk about adversity. When I started Global Spin Awards, EDM was at its height. Mm. I'm from hip hop. Yeah. These are my DJs. These are uh -huh. these are the DJs who influence my life. Mm -hmm. And more important, these are the ones who influence all of those EDM it DJs. It wouldn't be that without so the I couldn't the, get mainstream press in the building for years. You talk about Huffington Post, but Huffington Post wouldn't even look at us for mm. three, four years because it was like 
oh, that's just for the hip hop mm. community. No, that's a stigma. The, the, the hip hop commu no. community is yeah. what's moving the needle. Exactly. And, and they always like, oh, you're gonna have Steve Aoki there. You're gonna have Marshmallow. Exactly. You're gonna have, you know, at that time. Calvin Harris was the big. It's like and look, those are already we, the forefathers or the people that actually put the game on, on put the hip hop on the map. That's the crazy shit about it. Put DJing on the map. Forget, yeah. forget. Fuck a marshmallow. How about a flash? No, I respect all those guys. Don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong. Like, 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 do your thing. Go out there and you make your money. Y'all become pop sensations, but us just getting over the hurdle of trying to to get the pop culture media to understand that our dj community was as valuable if not more valuable mm -hmm. exactly then you know some of these edm djs that were out there that was so difficult and every year it was like it was like pulling a boulder up a hill mm -hmm. but finally if you stay with it if you stay with it mm -hmm. you get to a place where that boulder now is starting to catch momentum, momentum. Momentum, momentum, and then that boulder is starting to go like, and you're running to catch up with before you were pulling it. Uh -huh. Then it was going on its own, just but slow. And then after a while, it's going down uh -huh. the hill, and now you got to chase it to catch. And that's what Global Spinner Wars became for. It's like we had to, ch like we we created this monster, and it, it, now we're chasing it yeah. before that that product starts to t you know it's catch it's momentum, it's momentum or 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 that service that you're offering starts to catch momentum and mm -hmm. people start to call your name when they start thinking about you know oh i i, I want a dope um videographer you know then it's g-town it's like like mm -hmm. you know before that happens you got to be willing to put the work in and, and truly oh, believe in yourself how we're going to get to no, our destination right. i'm sure when lizzo was coming up and she Morbidly obese and, and, and don't look like Beyonce and don't look like nothing that's, that's out there right now. She couldn't see how one day I'd be performing at the Grammys. But guess what? God didn't put that dream in her head unless she had the capacity to fulfill it. So you got to go after it. You got to do what you got to do to go after your dream. So going back to what one of y'all was just saying about money lending and investing in this, that, and the third. You might not get an investor, but maybe God will open a different door. Don't maybe it'll be yep. somebody who sees what you're doing and they got money. They just don't have the idea and the resource and say, let's partner. Now you, you, you got a financial backer and you get to just do what you do best. But I don't believe, I, I believe people are so focused on, damn, like, like I got this dream, but I don't need how am I going to get there? I live in the projects. I live in the hood. You know, I'm not making a lot of money. I don't have time. I got two, three, four kids. Go for it anyway. Well, two quick questions. Go ahead. To 2020, are you hit with the new social media era? Are you getting acclimated with it? Or is it something you're being scared of and it's probably one day at a time? How you just it goes, it goes back to my truth and I think that's a perfect question because my entire career I, I'm an introvert yeah. at, at heart. I've so, always so been behind the scenes. That's I've never had a problem. Now, how's that time you a motivator, being an introvert? I, I, that's, because, like a, that's like an oxymoron. It goes to, look at this. It's, it's that fear, right? It's, 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 you know how Stepping scared that I was to, to put a video up on YouTube and to, you know, five years after everybody had been on Instagram, now I'm creating an account. I got zero followers in I'm putting out motivational videos. You know how scared I was? Mm -hmm. But I had to do it. This, this is the path to, to get into where I, so I had to overcome that hurdle and, and actually do something that I am definitely afraid of. And now 
no, if you're asking me about social media, I'm not, you know, I'm not a person who's sitting on the gram all day. I'm not, that's not me. I got my team, they put up my videos, this, that, and the third. But I got on social media June 2019. Um, wow. Like literally, 20 to June 2019, we are now January 2020. I got 2,000 followers. For me, I, I'm appreciative of everybody who says, yo, I like him enough to hit follow. So if y'all watching this, go ahead and follow me. Because well, give him your handle. Give him your give me YouTube. Handle. Give him all your information. Oh, all my, my, all my information is very easy. It's Power Moves, P-O-W-E-R-M-O-V-E-S, Prez, P-R-E-Z. Power moves prayers across all platforms. Now, there's a lot of motivational speakers out there. Real quick, I'll end it on this. Why should they subscribe to the theory of Sean Prez when you got the uh, Les Browns out there, you got the Zarts out there, you got the, the Tim Robbins out there? Why should they follow you, your message, and, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, mm -hmm. you know, just pretty much go where you're going question. as far as. I love your question, your, and it's something that I ask myself. It's a right? journey. It's like, yeah. It's something I asked myself from the gate. Why would anybody listen to me? Uh. But there is somebody for everybody. Mm. Everybody's not going to resonate with Sean Prez. Mm. And that's fine. Go in, 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 you got your Ayala Van Zants yes. and you got your Les Browns and Eric the Hip Hop Preacher and your Jeremy Andersons and all of these TD guys Jakes, out there. Yeah. But there are some kids there are some adults who are sitting in that freaking cubicle right now and they're dying this slow death and they can't understand why my life is where it's at because i know i'm cut out to be so much more and they might listen to this and be like no like, like the way he's speaking i know fifty thousand other people said this before but it just clicked with me and i just think it's somebody for everybody just like out of all of the women in the world I happen to find the right one for me. Out of all of the men in the world, you happen to find the right one for you at one point in life. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting on What's for you, and, and I'll say it right into the camera, what's for you is for you. And, and I really believe I'm on a mission from God. I don't think God gave me this, this dream. I don't think he gave me this, this, this plight that I'm on by accident. Um, and, and, and I think that the people who are supposed to hear my voice, they are literally going to tune in to the Truth Be Told podcast. Yes, and and, and they, they're going to be like, oh, damn, I didn't even know I was looking for that. But God answered my own prayers mm -hmm. just through you guys having me on as a guest. Hey, truth Be Told! I'm going to tell you why to subscribe to him. Because he went a whole hour talking to us. He didn't even crack this shit open one time. He <laughs> <laughs> was a speaker. He didn't need to drink anything. He spoke... Throughout the whole process, <laughs> gave you the jewels, a lot of drink of water. Who could do that? I can't.